Hey y'all, welcome to Seducated, the podcast fusing business, culture, faith, and media, giving you real perspective and inspiration to help feed your entrepreneurial soul. Our podcast is dedicated to helping you succeed in your business through empowerment and growth. Come on. And I'm your Seducated host, Sheila Ellis Glasper and the owner of SEG Media Collective. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Seducated. I am so excited to have two very special guests here with us today. So today we have Open Minds Child Development Center and I have the two owners here today. I have Alicia Yahaya and Abdul Yahaya here with us and they're gonna talk about their business and especially talk about marriage and business and how that works so welcome you all to Seducated. I'm so happy for you guys to be here today. Hello. Hello, thank you for having us. So we're actually here um, today, or this weekend, starts the Black Alumni Reunion for Kansas State University. And that's actually how I know Abdul in particular is from uh, being both alumni at K-State. And so I wanted to ask you guys, um, if you could tell us a little bit about how you started your business. Where did the idea come from? Well, the the idea ultimately came from um, being a teacher and having three children under the age of five. I looked at each other and said, I, I mean, my entire paycheck is pretty much um, going to go directly to childcare, and I'm just going to go to work for social reasons um, <laughs> to get out of the house. So um, Abdul said, do you want us to do this for yourself? And I, of course, you know, initial reaction. No, absolutely not. I, we don't have the money to do this. We just had a baby like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but he said, if, if you, if you um, are interested, then I'll find the resources. So. And yeah, with my background in engineering, I knew that um, I could use her passion, um, but use my skills in terms of making it efficient and cost effective. Um, and that's really where the blend um, of the business started, was making sure that we provided a quality product in terms of childcare, early education, but also make it um, efficient and, and cost-effective. Um, childcare by no means is inexpensive. However, there are ways in terms of specifically marketing and, and fundraising and partnerships um, that we'll talk about uh, that really can offset some of the cost if we do it as a community um, and not necessarily just as uh, individuals. So what we did in terms of marketing, before we even opened, we hosted a 5K. And that 5K was more so financial. We needed to raise some seed money. But with that 5K, it was, it's called the Storybook Run. And it promoted open minds and, oh, we're coming. And then people were like, oh, what is this open minds? And so we're actually in our fifth year of that. So what the 5K has actually turned into, it promotes in terms of networking that gets your name out there. You know, everyone wears those t-shirts after the fact. But also it raises money so that every year in terms of childcare, there's just set costs that you have to put to replenish the things that the kids use up or um, I wouldn't say misuse, they just use and they wear out. Um, so with that money, it offsets the cost of us having to raise the prices on our families. And the families, we explain that to them. So they're their biggest advocates on the 5K and pushing the 5K. They go and get corporate sponsors from their jobs. And so they're like, the more money we raise, we put it back into the business. And we tell our yeah, families that, that transparency is huge. That's awesome. So you said that you're 
using your skills as an engineer to kind of build efficiencies into the business. Could you maybe give the people one example of like an inefficiency that happens a lot of times in small business that maybe you were able to see early on in the business and catch that? Because I know myself, you know, it's, it's difficult as a small business owner, you're wearing many hats and you're moving forward and head down grinding in the business, just being able to have somebody that can take a look at where are we being inefficient and how can we be more efficient to be able to grow is really cool. Well, what I love about my wife is that she has great ideas and she is what I call a sticky note person. So, I mean, she jots down notes and ideas all over the place and so... Um, one thing that I did was just I gathered all her sticky notes and I just looked at it and I made, in my mind, a mental infrastructure and map. So my background is civil engineering. It's all about transportation, getting people from one point to another um, in a straight line. Um, and so what we did in terms of early education was eliminated some of the, the paperwork what it takes to enroll a child. So, I mean, everything that we do um, is electronic. Um, but when you hear about electronic and technology, you hear kind of cold. It's impersonal. Um, and so we tried to blend that with that all those things and elements, whether it's the enrollment on the website, whether it's the daily sheets that the parents get um, throughout the day, not just at the end of the day. So And the parents can communicate two ways. So if they wanted to know what the child, when the child went to sleep, the child, how is the child fussy, you know, things that we need to know as teachers and staff. And so all of those things are taken care of on each individual's point. And so when we actually have to come together and talk about specifically the, the, the child, we're not concerned about, you know, money. You gotta, have, you gotta have money to run a business, but that's not on the table in terms of, all right, how am I gonna get paid? It's, all right, let's focus on the child because it's very personal. Um, we make a good team because I am focused on the business part, but her expertise, 18 years in early ed, um, she is all focused on the child. Um, and so she wears her heart on the sleeve. I just make sure that, you know, she doesn't give her heart away. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> if you was coming up with the pricing, <laughs> like, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. Okay, I can help you, and I'll help you. And, yes, definitely. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And then, and then just, it sounds to me like just being able to have more efficient systems. Correct. Business yes. systems is kind of what you're, we were kind of talking about there with your Finding and identifying where we're being inefficient and making it. So what we found out is that we gained all of the skills that we needed to run our business when we were out in the world working for others. So when I, in terms of efficiency, when I worked for the Missouri Department of Transportation, we ran into a funding crisis as I was there, and it was called the five-year cliff. And so we had to, we went from basically our budget cut in half. And so we had to design roads with half the cost, but make sure that we had the same quality of service. And so I learned so much about how to, one, they sent me to town hall meetings on why this road is not going to be paved this year, um, but what improvements we can do that's other than so paving. You heard from the people. Heard from the people. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and those things I took directly and brought it into our business. Um, and so I also listened to my wife when she would come home about early ed and say, you know, I really wish that we could do this for this family when she was working with somebody else. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, there is a way, um, but it's going to take what we like to call a partnership on both sides. So when we give, we also expect the, the families to give. And typically it's of their time. We didn't create something new. Uh, early education and child care is not 
you know, it's actually pretty big business. But what we like to show is that we provide franchise amenities in terms of our facilities and our technology, but um, home-like environment, which is the owners are there in the building. And then you can come in, and if a policy change needs to happen, it's just one meeting. It's not uh, up the corporate chain. And so that's really what is bought into in terms of marketing, that I really like the idea of sending my child to an in-home center because I know the person. They might be you know, two, two people removed from family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I also know that my child needs education. So you all are getting ready to open up your third location yes. and you've been in business for three years so that's incredible in itself and so congratulations to you guys um, that is pretty rapid growth for most small businesses I would say Absolutely. so can you tell me how do you go from a brand no one knows about to three years down the road you're opening your third location so we started with our first location um, and it quickly filled up. We were um, kind of a unicorn in that we are an African-American run business. And so we attracted a lot of diversity just coming in the door. Um, families came in and they would say, hi, you know, I'm looking to enroll my student. You must be the director. And I, I respond, no, I'm the owner. And I mean, almost immediately they are ready to sign up. Well, then that word of mouth quickly grew in the building. That particular location filled up very quickly. I think within the first six to eight months, um, it was capacity. So we went from 11 students on May 9th of 2016 to 90 students December 1st of that same year. Yes, it grew quickly. Wow. So where some people would say, we're just going to work with the people we have and turn the other people away. Y'all yes. decided, no, we're going to open up a second right. location so we could take <laughs> well, more honest, students. I, honestly, I was pretty overwhelmed. Um, we, we grew extremely fast. Um, and while I appreciated everyone having so much confidence in me, it was just a, really a roller coaster. Um, so there were a lot of aspects where I was, I was staying late um, in the evenings to clean the building after everyone left. Then I was coming back in in the morning That's that to, sweat open, equity. to open the business <laughs> yes. again the next morning. So, I mean, I was spending 12, 14 hours a day um, mm -hmm. on the business. And every student that we enrolled meant, you know, we needed more chairs, more of this, more of that. And so we were, I was constantly running around trying to make sure everyone had what they needed. Um, so over that time, Abdul, we had talked about him quitting his job. Now, you know him, but your listeners probably don't. He loved engineering. He wanted to be an engineer probably since he was three. So it was quite the undertaking to decide that he was going to quit being an engineer and move to the business full time. Um, so we talked about it for a while. I think you could see that I was pretty run down with trying to run the business and do the hands-on um, director role that I prefer to do. So we finally made that leap in May. Um, and the blessing was that May, like just May of 2018. Okay, I was May gonna say that. You're like, wait, that was a little <laughs> yeah. really short. No, yes. May of 2018. Okay, so last um, year. So it's been over a year that yeah. you've been full time. A little over a year full time. Um, that was a challenge in the beginning, just trying to figure out how to work and where to work. And there's only one office and two of us now, where that was not the case before. But, um, Essentially, he took out his retirement in the process of leaving that position, and we came across a second location, and the amount that they needed to get started was the exact amount 
exact amount of his retirement. Look at God. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Um, wow. For that particular location, we have an opportunity to partner with Early Head Start. So most people are familiar with Head Start, um, which is three to five-year-olds. But there's also an Early Head Start option as well, and that's for kids zero to three years old. So we're given an opportunity to, par- to partner with them, and they guarantee scholarships for a certain number of slots. Awesome. So for a new location, that's huge because then you're already guaranteed to have that number of kids coming in the door when you first open. Um, so that was the start of the second location. Now, the third location, we like to call our oops child because <laughs> we did not plan. We didn't plan to have. <laughs> well, we specifically, didn't plan to open a third I not, center. I would not suggest to anybody to expand to another business within a year of just expanding. Um, So this third location um, came about because of this partnership with the Family Conservancy is out of Kansas City, and they are a grant writer, um, and the grant that she's mentioning was the Early Head Start grant and the Head Start grant. So Wyandotte County just received um, the new Wyandotte County Early and Head Start grant um, July of 2019. And our partners, the Family Conservancy, asked us, if we could find you a location in Wyandotte County, fund the startup as well as give you a stipend for your costs and efforts to move or to expand to Wyandotte County, would you do it? And so we looked at each other <laughs> and we said, you know, yes, we will, because we knew um, that demographic definitely needed that. Uh, my wife, Alicia, she is actually what you call an original dot, born and raised in Wyandotte County. I would like to say, too, that it was multiple grant funding that went into this third location, yes. not just the Head Start, Early Head Start um, scholarship aspect of it, but there's a big initiative in Wyandotte County to bring quality education there because right now it is a desert for many things, um, grocery stores and housing and um, child care is right there on the list. So they they have found that they can't bring businesses into the area without having child care because that is the number one reason why employees don't make it to work. Their kids don't, they don't have anywhere to take their kids or their kids are sick or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so employers are hesitant to move into the area because there's no um, supporting. Oh, supporting businesses to help Exactly, the to employees. get the employees yeah. into work. So there's a big initiative. And so when Early Head Start came to us, they also brought other partnerships that said, okay, we have some funds to help with this. We have some funds to help with that. Um, we we had expanded about eight months prior to this conversation. So we were not in a position to expand again. Financially. Um, financially, <laughs> we're not in a position to expand again. And we were upfront about that. I just said, I mean, I would do it if we don't have to spend any money. But they believed in you guys and your brand that you yeah. already had, you know, built. Yes. yes. So that is amazing. So... A lot of hard work, of course, behind the scenes that people don't always necessarily see. They just see, oh, three locations, you know, but they don't know the work that was put behind that. And we haven't even scratched the surface of really being able to explain in detail all that you guys have done to build your business to the point that it's at now. But what I want to ask you guys is being married and seeing that. You now are full-time in the business. You're full-time. Well, definitely, we know business is more than full-time, right? So you guys are both full-time in the business, and you're married, and you have three girls. Yeah, three daughters. Three girls. 
how do you balance your marriage and your business? That's a struggle. I think um, for the last couple of years, we definitely have talked more business than marriage um, over time. And we find um, ourselves in positions where we haven't talked to each other about anything that's not related to the business um, for months. We can go long stretches where we focus on the business. Um, we've decided this last year that we are going to get away a little bit more. Um, we have focused on putting staff in place that really can support our vision and further that without us being right there. Which is um, hard. Yes. To trust it's other people with go. your business. It is. Yes. I, it's like my baby. <laughs> and it took me it took me a, probably a year of having someone in place before I was like, okay, I think I can breathe. Mm -hmm. I can assume that, you know, not everything's a fire that needs to be put out immediately. They can handle it. Um, and they are awesome. Our staff, we have great staff. Um, so we've decided this last year that we are going to get away on a regular basis and just try to, to focus on each other. So I found that even when we went on vacation, I struggled to calm down. I was so anxious Ooh, about my what was going on. My husband has <laughs> had to do a check before we get into the car to say, um, we're not bringing laptops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are not working on this trip. And so I'm learning from you guys, too, because it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle, especially because you, you're now full-time in the business, which I could only imagine what it was like before you went full-time into the business because you're dealing with your job mm -hmm. plus the business. Correct. <laughs> so he worked all day and then worked all night as well. Mm -hmm. One significant thing about this year as well, 2019, is that we celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. And we, and we decided to celebrate it all year. So we've taken multiple trips um, the most extravagant one was to um, Curacao, the island in the Caribbean islands. Um, my grandmother was turning 90 and we went to sell it and go there. We just came back from Denver um, just to get a away trip. And then we also have a secret location in Kansas City where we call our staycation, um, where we rent a hotel that nobody knows. We keep saying we're out of town, which we technically are. We're not in the city, but we didn't leave the metro. Um, but those are little secrets that we have... Um, use this year to really reconnect. That's awesome. I, like, y'all teaching me, because I'm like, <laughs> we at that point. We are at that point, and it's easy to get there, you know. And um, that that's just awesome to kind of hear from you guys. And you're a young couple, you know, and young, your business is young still as well. And so that is a, a, a big feat Thank to you. overcome, you know, and then 10 years in marriage too. So that that is amazing. And so uh, a lot of our listeners are aspiring entrepreneurs. What advice would you all give people that are aspiring to be an entrepreneur, be a business owner, and just what advice would you give them? I would say that you have to first believe in yourself, that you honestly do have to take that leap. I mean, it was scary to quit my job, um, although... In the grand scheme of things, Abdul was definitely more of a, a financial provider. As someone who worked hard to get a degree and to get into this field and to be taken seriously as an early ed educator, I hesitated to walk away from everything that I had already built. What I could see was... Um, what I could see was 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 tangible, was mm -hmm. right here. Yeah, right. Okay, I, I've already built this. I know that this is possible to jump into something completely unknown and to rely on the fact that I do 
already possessed the skills to do this um, from the beginning was extremely scary. We have three children. We maxed out everything that we own, every card, our car, our mortgage, everything, like everything's on the line. And to have the pressure that, oh my goodness, if we don't make it, you know, I, we won't eat. Um, and so all of that, but if I didn't believe in myself, then as students and families are coming in, they're not going to take my business seriously because I'm not believing in myself. So I think that definitely just taking that leap mm -hmm. and really believing that you can do it um, and taking yourself seriously is going to be the biggest thing. What about you, Abdul? <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard advice. I'm, I'm taking notes over here, but um, I would just say that um, like she said, trust in yourself, uh, but understand that when you're working for someone else and they're building you up um, and they're telling you all about these skills that you have, you have to look at yourself and say, you know, if they see it, why don't I see it? Um, and that was the mm -hmm. moment when I, 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 we were sitting in the car and I asked her, um, you know, what would you name your business? Because I saw in her, you know, that she could run this business. I've ha always had a dream of owning my own engineering firm. I was going to find, you know, four random um, colleagues of mine as I grew up in the business and say, let's start our own firm. But that was thinking in terms of financial stability. When I looked at her and I said, you want to start this business, it was looking at a passion of sustaining a legacy for our children. And so that is when I knew that um, I had found my purpose. Um, I didn't know that I was going to be all in <laughs> in terms mm -hmm. of giving up what I've always called my love, which was engineering. Uh, but what I tell people... Um, You've engineered this business. I've engineered this business. Uh, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but also what I, <laughs> what I say to people is, my background is infrastructure. So I mean, I've designed the infrastructure of you know, communities connecting. But now I'm designing the infrastructure of um, the, the children in our community, the next generation. And so I thank her for allowing me to transition my technical skills to something that looks at being very tangible. You can touch and feel a road to something intangible of developing the thoughts, the inspiration, the dreams of a child um, is something you can't put a value on. They're our future. Yeah. They are our future. And so that is all that we have today for Seducated. We are just so excited uh, that we have these special guests who happen to be here in Manhattan, Kansas, and we are able to connect today. And I thank you all for listening. Definitely subscribe to the podcast so that you can hear more. And until next time.